This Connect podcast series is brought to you by Talent Talks and Life Online. Welcome. I'm Karen Cole, Editor-in-Chief of Talent Talks and Life Online. Hi, Joe. Thank you so much for joining me today to discuss really, you know, your experience of COVID, but more specifically, the kind of mental road to recovery you find yourself on. So welcome. Thanks so much, Kieran. I really appreciate the opportunity to just share my story. Fantastic. So let's start with perhaps you could just briefly share your experience um, of the severity of your illness and how recently you have recovered. So um, I actually only came out of isolation, it would be a week ago. Um, we, I actually went for the vaccine. Subsequent to getting the vaccine, I suddenly started to experience symptoms, which everyone obviously told us is just side effects from the vaccine. Um, my husband and I at the same time, we landed up actually begin, becoming severely ill about four days later. And I think where we both knew it was clearly full-blown COVID was both of us lost our smell and taste. Um, and then it was literally two weeks of being brain dead is, is the only way I can describe it. Um, you can't function at all. You are absolutely exhausted beyond what you think you could be capable of. You And we just slept. Um, we, I think one of the interesting observations we both had was how, what different feedback you get from medical professionals about what to do. Um, and then there's so much um, information out there. So it's, do you ivermectin? Do you take a dispin? Do you, you know, do you just take Panado and wait it out? Um, and um, I think that that for me was quite an important thing because I'm really someone of action. You know, like if I have facts, I find I cope so much better, you know, that I can take steps and do the preventative thing, etc. So we were supported incredibly by a medical doctor who just dealt with us over WhatsApp um, because at a certain stage, my husband developed severe migraines for four days and he said to us there could be signs of clotting. So we actually got a little bit panicky, but he just said, get him onto Dispirin, see if that helps. And um, from there, if need be, then he can go on a blood thinner. And um, the shift in that migraine was almost instant. So that was really good news. So um, I'm, I'm, we both fully recovered. And look, and I must say that we landed up with COVID smack bang in the middle of the violence and um, what happened in our country over that time. And I mean, I know you're going to sort of follow in with some questions later, but I certainly have just really reflected on why we're here. And I think for Mike and I, we lost someone very close to us yesterday from COVID and we're waiting to hear on two more people who we're very close to who are just really in serious trouble. And I think for me is, um, you know, why we made it and others haven't. Because I don't think we're really any different if you look at all the research about how can you predict what happens with one person to the other. 
So I think that that is a real deep point of reflection for both of us. And most definitely, literally coming out of this COVID, I have really deeply reflected about where we're at in our lives. I mean, Mike and I are very fortunate. We had our children really young. I mean, and as you know, my daughter is giving birth today. She had COVID. And we asking ourselves, what do we want to do with our lives? And how do we want to live with the purpose that we've built around ourselves? And if anything, COVID has just um, quickened that time frame and put us into a set of actions that we were only considering possibly in two years' time. What I'm hearing when you speak, and I think that was, you know, kind of one of the one of the questions that I had for you, but I think we've covered that. You know, what does that road to to recovery look like for you? Because it sounds as though you've had quite a big mental reframe around your life in general and and part of that maybe recovery journey for you is putting into action some of those changes you've been wanting to make but what does that mean for you for me karen it's about no longer being responsible for other people's lives but actually taking responsibility for my own there's so much out there about how you have to do self-care I do self-care, I promise you. I am one of those people. I don't miss my checkups. I take lots of immune medication. I'm always looking at how you change your eating. Um, I have never taken my health for granted, ever. I was diagnosed diabetic in 2007, and I've just been determined that I will never be that person. I think when you really ask yourself, what does self-care really, really mean? And what are some of the behaviors or actions or things that you're doing that if you don't fundamentally break them? And I think there's two kinds of people in the world. I think there's the people that do step change in small, deliberate, planned steps. And they slowly but surely shift themselves towards goals, plans, or ideas, and they materialize over time. And I think then you get people like me. And... I describe it like it was a woodpecker. You know, it's constantly tapping at the back of your head and you're hearing these things in your mind and you're considering these things all the time. And you're saying, gosh, you know, my stress levels, gosh, um, running this business, taking care of eight people in the business, sacrificing um, revenue to make sure that people are Okay, I mean, business is unbelievably tough, but where, at what point do you go, this is enough now? And then mm-hmm. what is the courage that you need to make some really hardcore decisions? So one of those is my husband and I are selling our home. Um, our kids have grown up here, but we've made a fundamental decision that we won't invest in property in South Africa and we don't see the point. Um, I mean, we just... We just talked about the Friday night when him and I finally felt better. And we were talking about how we open all the cupboards in the house. And in every cupboard is stuff. Stuff that's been in that cupboard and sat in that cupboard for the last 10 years. But I pay these ridiculous amounts of money to insure my home for a whole lot of things that I don't need. Mm. And it's so much easier to wake up every day and ignore that. And just carry on with life because that's much safer. Even though it's hard, it's still you still stick to what you know, stick to what's safe. 
you know, even it's though. comfort zone. Yeah, and it's not necessary, you know, and people think a comfort zone is comfortable. It actually isn't. You can get up every day and still run your business, take care of people, and you can go to bed every night and you can still go, what did I do today? What impact did I make? And I think the question for me was, who am I? How, how will I realize my true potential when I don't have these anchors weighing me down? So for me, it's about being free to really go and do the things that I'm, I'm honestly passionate about and discover what are the things that I'm actually passionate about because I just simply haven't had the chance to figure that out. That is such a fantastic journey to be on and, and for me one that I would find very exciting to be on the brink of taking it. But how are you coping with these realizations? Because that is quite a transformational experience. So, you know, how are you coping with that? What kind of mechanisms are you putting in place or you're going to put in place to support you through this? I think for me, there were some very fundamental decisions I had to make in my business and those I've already implemented. So I, just over a year ago, started up a digital side to my business, which is really around uplifting positive workplace-based communication um, using animation. We were, I mean, I'm sure as you know, we were given this enormous opportunity last year out of the blue. We were given a discretionary grant by the health and welfare center, and we developed an animation video campaign around COVID of 16 videos that were used in an edutainment gamified way. And I mean, I must tell you, it was a project where I can honestly tell you I had no expertise in, but God willing and the universe conspiring, we pulled together the most incredible um, partnership team. And I discovered things about my, my leadership and my innovation thinking and my passion um, in a way that I would never have ever walked that road if it hadn't been for COVID last year. And we won a whole lot of campaigns. I mean, we won awards, global awards for what we did. Um, and it was the most remarkable experience. And I really just asked myself, you know, why was I given this opportunity? Because last year's COVID was the most remarkable and heartwarming and delightful experience I'd ever had, um, strangely as it may sound. And the question was, is like, what is this gift that's been given to me and how can I use it to really have an impact? So I took a lot of risks in the beginning of this year and I set up a whole digital division. I had some capability and skills into that. And I also removed, consciously removed myself from heading up the recruitment business. Now, people don't know me, but I grew up a codependent. So my high, high, high need for control is very much a part of my mental makeup. It's how I grew up. I grew up in a severely addicted home. And very high need for control and the need to rescue is fundamentally part of my DNA. Um, and my whole life, I have walked this journey. I mean, my daughter will be giving birth today, but she was the catalyst for me 
uh, 29 years ago to go and say, how do I make sure I don't repeat a cycle of addiction and codependency in my own family? And I just wanted to share that so that I can give some context. So come this year, even though you know you have these things that are not part of your your good side, you, you know, everyone has a dark and light. And even though I have spent years on my own mental and emotional well-being and psychological well-being. I have read books, I have done therapy, I have I have exercised, I have done all those important things through my entire life. And yet you still can sit there 30 years later and go, yeah, I've done a lot of work. I've um, I've broken through many barriers and yet there's still stuff. So for me in January, um, I started putting that into place. I had a remarkable coach that walked the journey with me. We redesigned the business. We actually launched our new website on Monday. We reinvented what our services are. But I think most important is we had to ask ourselves as a business, and I had to ask of myself, why am I here? What's the role that I play? And I have some pretty clear ideas, but I also have stuff where I'm going, I can't wait to try this new journey. So so literally in this week, um, Karen, I unshackled myself from my business and um, I will still be there to guide and mentor the team. Um, I will still be there from a strategic point of view about where the business needs to go. But the actual running of that business has now been handed over lock, stock and barrel to my head of recruitment and my head of digital. And with that also, um, I've now said to them, there's no longer a safety net. We now share risk and reward. I don't carry the can anymore. And for some people, they might go, oh, well, that's obvious. That's what you're supposed to do. For me, it's been the biggest earth shattering, earthquake breakdown decision I've ever made especially coming from a, a rescuer's mindset. But yeah. I think that's that's really fantastic. And thank you so much for sharing. Some, you've got a, a very special path ahead of you. And I think it's going to be a lot of, you know, inspired and, and probably fun to walk because you sound very um, optimistic about it, which is fantastic. I'm incredibly excited. I can't wait to go. Where do I want to be in the country today? Yeah, watch a sunset or a sunrise somewhere else embrace what life has to offer that's what i'm doing i think that sounds like a, a wonderful plan so <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today it's a pleasure we'll talk soon karen and thank you so much for the opportunity